Here we go. Good afternoon, everybody. Oops, got it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Angie Atkinson. I'm here with the lovely and talented Lise Bucci. Lise, welcome back. Thank you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so um, while I'm waiting for my stuff to pop up here, I thought I would just say, make sure you take a look down in the description and you'll see anything you need to know about how to get in touch with us, um, how to make sure you are here for these live streams if you want to be, and lots of other good stuff. <laughs> so check that out. And we are, well, I don't know why it says question, hashtag question. That's weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we are waiting for our mods to pop into the chat. There they come. I see everybody now. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm well. my, my computer's at a weird, weird resolution right now. <laughs> anyway, so as far as I understand somatic healing, it is basically where you're working with your body to fix the trauma, which makes a lot of sense to me. I love polyvagal theory. I think it's actually spot on, but Lise is our expert. So Lise, start talking, baby. Tell us all about it. Mm, well, every trauma we have, every experience we have really in your life, there's a physical reaction to it. So your body, maybe let's just take an example of something startles you, you tense up. Right. So now every time you go around the corner where someone startled you, you might get a little tension in your body. And then that sends a signal to the rest of your body, to the rest of you, like your emotions and your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it can, when you're triggered, like say it was a terrible thing that happened at that corner, you have a physical reaction and it can send the signal to your brain, oh no, it's coming. And so then it can start the whole trigger emotional flashback cycle. It, it contributes to it in a big way. It can even just start it. You can have tensions and not know why. Um, I've noticed like certain doing certain exercises or doing dance or something that you're trying to free yourself. People oftentimes have a, an emotional reaction and start to process the traumas that they've had because their bodies are releasing it. Yeah. So it's not even like you have to think and talk about it. You can just release a lot through your bodies, especially when you are aware of what the triggers are and you learn to work with it. Right. As I understand it, this might include, I think in fact, when we first started working together, you were teaching Pilates for this reason, right? No, I take, no. I go, I go for this reason. Oh, okay. Cool. I wish okay. I taught it. No, no, no. I go okay. for this reason. Yeah. This okay. is, well, that was it's one Pilates yoga. I mean, the core exercises of any kind, Pilates yoga, you could even include swimming, weight, weightlifting, anything like that is going to get to your body faster yeah and it's going to help you yeah with this stuff well i know that uh, that book the body keeps the score doesn't it kind of talk about some of this stuff um I, well anyway mm -hmm. it does yeah, yeah that's mm -hmm. what i thought um i need to read that i haven't read it yet i don't think I've read anyway. it. <laughs> yeah um but i've heard about well so one of the things that i've learned about is as i mentioned was polyvagal theory and i found that incredibly fascinating because mm -hmm. Like there are simple exercises you can do. One of them is just like singing or humming. Mm -hmm. um, another one is like jump in a cold shower, you know, or mm -hmm. jump in the cold water. And these types of things can help your help get tone into the vagus nerve, which is attached to each part of your or each organ. I think. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, um, another other things I've heard about are like different breathing exercises, which also go goes with polyvagal theory, and of course meditation. Um, and dancing and different types of things like that. And so for for you, what do you think was the most effective 
it's for me it's ongoing all the time i mean we always have stresses in life and we always have things that could become traumatic going on right sure. like yeah. yeah so it's it's really about paying it for me it's about paying attention to where the tensions are mm -hmm. because see i'll do it in my sleep so how do you stop when you're stressed out like i will crunch my feet like this and then i'll wake up with my feet sore and i'll be like why Ooh. am i why do my feet hurt so how do you stop it in your sleep you, you maybe can't <laughs> but then you recognize it later oh that's what i'm doing so now i pay attention relax right. so it really it depends on for me it's like ongoing and always looking for ways to have the body help me through instead of see because having had anxiety and panic disorder in my life which by the way is no longer a thing what oh <laughs> well, yeah i mean i get anxiety like oh okay but for me, it's no longer a thing in my life, meaning that I think a lot of this uh, working through my body has um, sort of relieved the symptoms. Mm -hmm. Because see, the thing is, when you're in a panic attack, you're believing that this body reaction of flight, you know, fear, whatever, is meaning something. Right. And so learning to calm that down help send the signal to the brain that it isn't doesn't really need to be, keep happening so i mean i guess for me there's no one thing there's a whole lot of things is what i'm trying to say that makes sense yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. it's kind of just I, I i like it i like it so okay is there such a thing like when you work with clients do you do this kind of body work with them sometimes? oh but every with everybody yeah yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's say that somebody comes to you and they don't know what's wrong. They, I mean, they've obviously been through narcissistic abuse, but like they just have aches in their body and pains in their body. They don't know why. What is something that you might offer them or te teach them? Maybe. Often it's like you said, you know, the meditation, the mm -hmm. learning to, first of all, we have to have some body awareness of what it is that's actually happening. There's what I found working with people is there's different types of people, obviously. Mm -hmm. Some people are very, are overly hyper attuned to their body which yeah. means that they have a reaction and then it's very hard for them to focus on it because it then makes everything worse. Mm -hmm. And that's how I was. So I get that. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's people who are like everything on the scale in between all the way down to, I have no idea what my body's doing. I just think this, or I feel that. And that's like yeah. to no awareness. So it depends who the person is and uh, where I would start, right? So if it was just somebody like, in the middle then it's teaching meditations and um and doing them I, I try to one thing i've been doing in the group coaching and i'm going to continue with this every week at least once a week is doing a meditation at the end of group love it for this purpose yeah uh -huh. it really does make a difference i think it it makes a huge difference yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead no 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 i mean it really like i said it depends there's you talk a lot about, um, um, oh my gosh. The psychology? <laughs> no, the, when you divert your attention, what do you, what do you call that? Uh, when you take your- uh, Oh, oh, pattern, pattern interrupt. interrupt. Pattern yes. interrupt. So mm -hmm. I teach, I talk to them about pattern interrupt on a physical level. For sure, yeah. Does that make, yeah. So yeah. it might be, if you're tense here, tense your other hand oh. and and then play with it back and forth and do it on purpose and now relax it and you know things to and then let's think about another part of your body so that I had someone tell me once when I was having a lot of anxiety and, and I had a lot of like fibromyalgia pain and she goes well 
she was a therapist. She says, well, where, where doesn't hurt? I said, basically the tip of my nose. She mm. goes, okay, let, let's, let's imagine that's your whole world for right now. Wow. And, and I was like, whoa, it's a nicer place out there. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it took the focus off all the other stuff for a second. So sometimes it's things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that um, one thing I, I, I can't say that I have knowledge about this specifically only where it relates to things like polyvagal theory, but I can say this. <laughs> I have become very aware of my body to the point, this is kind of interesting, <laughs> but there are certain things that are happening in my body at the moment. And, and I went to look online to see exactly like what I could do to make those things better. And one of the things that I discovered was that I should be eating more fruits and vegetables, which I recently started doing just because I crave those things. Mm. And I thought that was pretty cool. I was pretty proud of myself <laughs> for listening well, to my body that well. <laughs> that's part of it is learning to listen to your body because yeah. it's telling, here's the thing with trauma in particular, their body is telling you something. Mm -hmm. It's not telling you what you think it is though. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like if, if, um, if somebody is, um, has a, has an anxious stomach, Mm -hmm. um, and they think that means hide from the world because I'm anxious when really what it's saying is you've had a trauma, you need to, you need to heal this. And I'm more, and I'm telling you about the places you need to work. So as you're listening to the thoughts in your head, what are you doing to yourself in your head? Basically, you know what I mean? Right. I a good example would be like, let me think, um, oh my gosh. Well, if I, if I am, if I'm spinning my wheels about something I'm stressed about, right. I've already gone through it in my head enough times to know I'm not going to think the solution out. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to ride out whatever's happening and let the solution be part of the, let the question bring the solution. Sure. I need yeah. to calm down my emotions about it because being freaked out isn't helping anything. Right. But my body's like, oh my gosh, you need to freak out. And, and. So I'm listening, but if I listen on a more intuitive level, I go, oh, my body's doing the thing. So I need to help it calm down so it can then help my mind and my thoughts. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. I think this is fascinating stuff. Um, I was going to ask you a couple of more questions while we're here. <laughs> um, do you know anything about brain spotting? I have heard of it. I do not know. Okay. Well, it's, I think it's similar to like... Um, Oh gosh, I'm, I'm losing it. Uh, it's not CBT, it's not NLP. It is EMDR. EMDR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, where basically it, it incorporates eye positions and I, mm -hmm. I'm learning about it. Mm -hmm. um, to, it's supposed to help to retrain your emotional stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of interesting. Um, anywho, and then I wondered, um, do you have any tips for like people who want to develop more awareness of their body? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, for myself, what I've done it, I've basically started with just paying attention and being mindful, mm -hmm. but do you have any other tips or better tips? Well, there's a good little exercise that's real simple to teach. And that is to um, take three breaths. Mm -hmm. So this is, I call it the elevator exercise. So you're going to imagine, or the coffee press, the so French press, right? So you're going to imagine you're pressing down okay. and with each breath, you take a breath in and on the exhale, you scan for tension. <laughs> You just scan for what's going on in your body and then you stop when your breath. So maybe you only get to here. And then on the next breath, you start here and you scan further and you don't have to do anything with the tension. You're recognizing, oh, I never realized how high my shoulders get or I never you're. So then you're becoming more aware of yourself. I love that. I love it, too. And yeah. I, you know what happens inadvertently is you start relaxing. 
Yes. Of course. Wait, why is that? Why am I? Why am I? Yeah. I love it so much. I mean, yeah, it's really, really amazing. So does this help to like, let's say that you're in that situation, you're doing that exercise. And let's say that you notice, you know, like you have a knot in your stomach or something. Does that, can you connect that to some like emotional thing? How does that? Usually what happens is yes. Usually, you know, what's upsetting you. You know, on yeah. some, I'm going to go quiet her one second. Okay. okay. <laughs> you keep talking. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> Baby. Things to talk about, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yes. Yes. I think it usually, it brings an awareness to your, to your, where you're at emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Okay. I'm going to go in the chat while you do that really quick. Okay. So if anybody has questions regarding the, um, the somatic healing, if you have ideas or thoughts you want to share with me, pop them in the chat. Um, oh, I just found I was missing a whole bunch of, I don't know why it doesn't just automatically give me the live chat. That's craziness. Anywho. Okay. Uh, Blue-eyed, I'm going to say blue-eyed. Hey, blue-eyed. Says uh, she took him back and she thinks she's, he told her just now or just recently, I think I'm starting to hate you. She said she physically reacted, but is still with him trying to prove herself or himself. I'm not sure. Um, and I know it's not me. He said, I'm not a nice person. I am. I have no doubt that you're a nice person, by the way. Please, can you think of um? Just while you're here, what are the questions? So we have uh, blue-eyed here talking about um, just going back to the narcissist, and he looked at her and said, "I think I'm starting to hate you." Okay, and she physically reacted. What would you suggest for her next time that happens, or even right now? Ooh, here's another thing. She went back to the narcissist, and that happened. Yes. Here's yeah. something that we learn as empathic people. Our bodies are telling us things, okay? What mm -hmm. you're feeling is probably his energy. What you're feeling is his vibe, his yuck. Yes. And, or, or, or hers, if it's a her, yeah. And, and um, it, it's your body saying, get the heck out of here. This yeah. isn't right for you. It's not because you did something wrong. You're being told you did something wrong. That's the gaslighting. You're being told, I hate you. Right. That's, the, that's the punishment. And what can I do to make it better? Yes, yeah. almighty oh, narcissist. You know, like that's what they want. And that's exactly what it looks right? like we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. And in reality, it's your body saying, get the heck out of there. This is not a person that who's ever going to feel light and happy in your life. Right. Right. So... A little tiny person, just a little <laughs> tiny lady just dropped a package on my porch. Little tiny anyway. <laughs> okay, no, that's really, and the thing is, I, I feel uh, frustrated for her because, because, um, because you're trying to prove, I'm going to talk directly to her, you're trying to prove you're something that you already know that you are, and you don't, the fact is he should be trying to prove himself to you, I'm just saying. Um, well, yeah, and yeah being kind and, mm -hmm. and, you know, even that would be a Hoover though. So, yes, but I, I think, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess she said she, she took him back, which means he came to her. Mm -hmm. I would assume. And, and so that's frustrating. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I wish I could help you more directly. Um, yeah, because you, you are a nice person. I have no doubt about it. You don't, <laughs> narcissists don't want someone back who's not, you know, so, okay. Uh, where were we? Let's see. Do we have a bunch of questions here? Here we go. Okay. Do we want to jump in the chat or can I ask? Let me oh, ask we can me. do that. We can jump in the chats because we're time constraining. Yes, true. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, Let's see. So, go ahead. 
Oh yeah. Um, all right. So we have, let's see, whoops, whoops. wait a minute, before we do that really quick, um, I wanted to ask a couple more quick questions because this is important information that people need to know. Okay. Um, can you, go ahead. What were you, can you just a quick, like how to ground ourselves? How, what, what are your best tips for how to ground yourself? Like if you're whoa, all over the place. Um, Well, I mean, I would use a pattern interrupt personally, and then I would use a pattern interrupt. Okay. I would go to my body. Okay. I would, I would do some breathing. Mm -hmm. I do the scanning exercise I just described. And while I'm doing it, I would take notice of like the heaviness of how it feels to sit like, cause I'm sitting right now. Right. Or right. My, how my feet are on the ground. I wouldn't be like super hyper-focused on my body. Cause then I get like, Oh no, oh, I'm in a body. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it must run, you know, but just a little bit. Um, yeah. Mostly I focus on my stomach. Okay. And, and breathing deep into my stomach grounding. I tell myself, well, that's a, that's a hard one because it's a long process. Right. A, there's a lot of words to this. Um, okay. um, it really depends on the situation, mm -hmm. but there's a, I ask myself questions. I get out of the knowing and into the question as best okay. I can. Does that make sense? Like yes. if I'm freaking out about, or if I'm angry at something mm -hmm. and, and I'm in this, and I go to a triggered reaction of, oh my gosh, everything's always falling apart. And I start freaking out about everything falling apart. I might ask right. myself, what's right about this? Fair. And tr not that I'm trying to Pollyanna myself out of it, but I'm okay. trying to be open to what is possible to get out of it right. <laughs> or to, or what is, what is needed? What will, what will, um, um, what is needed now for this to resolve? That's, that makes sense. Because yeah. if I try to think my way out of it, I get more into the stress. Right. <laughs> That's so interesting. I have to think my way out, but I'm, I'm really interested in this. Yeah, I can't explain it really fast, but that's right. Yeah, but it's fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and um, ground yourself if you're if you're upset or like say you have a trigger, you see your your narc's car drive by or one that looks like it, mm -hmm. and you're triggered and and it's gone. There's nothing hurting you. Um, right. There's besides the pattern interrupts or the. Um, telling yourself you're safe, recognizing you have a trigger and all of that, the body part, I would, um, first of all, I would practice this when I'm not triggered to find out what works for me. Cause everyone's gonna be different. Yeah. For some people it might, they might need cold water on their face. Right. No like doubt. a literal physical change. Um, yeah. I used to need to get my hands in cold water if okay. I got stressed and it would actually work. And yeah weird but it did. no it's not weird at all I, I literally every day I take a super cold rinse after my shower I think yeah. it's it's yeah, yeah. it yeah mm -hmm. um and it may be for other people deep breathing and for other people it might be getting taking a fast walk hmm. something yeah. to move the energy in your body and then um yeah I mean it's a whole process it's all too long go on okay. <laughs> one last question and then we'll jump in the chat okay um yeah. the question is can you describe any technique? And, and if, if this isn't something that you just say no, <laughs> okay. But do you know of or have a technique that um, a person could use as an emotional release with somatic healing? Like, emotional, like give me a scenario. That, like, what's so, okay, so I'm stressed out all day long. I'm, 
I'm losing myself. And then like all these straws keep piling on the camel's back. And then the final one comes and I just lose it. I'm crying, I can't handle it. Is there a better way? Like, is there something I can do before I get to that point? Oh yeah, recognize it before you get to that point. Right. Um, letting go of what isn't yours. Right. Sure. in the day you know oh i'm carrying my husband's this and my friends that and the, my clients this and you know like f having techniques for letting that go um right. and again whole nother topic um physically on, in your body i mean yeah. i would exercise yeah but i don't mean like go visit vigorously exercise i mean right. find just one move. thing like or just do a wall squat and get oh, in, yeah. you know just to make your muscles do something so like if I were to turn on the, the music and scream and act crazy and dance, that would dance. That would, that would, it not would work. That might work. Yeah, <laughs> that would totally work. Um, That's but, how I like to do it. <laughs> or anyway. if it's that kind of stress, you may need to lay down and close your eyes. Okay. You know what I mean? It's listening to your body and asking okay. what's asking what's needed. It may that be so you sense. need something to eat. It may be. I mean, it's silly to say that. But, yeah. Um, one thing that works for me is sound. Um, and I, I consider sound kind of is it more of a somatic thing because it's coming in through the senses in the body. So yeah. um, I like tuning for frequencies. Some people like singing bowls. Some yeah. people like um, chanting. Some people like soothing music. Some people like heavy metal. What about I, dirty you, know, you know what I mean? Whatever you like, whatever, whatever makes your body have a response to it that is calming. Good. So you play with sounds. So what about like... So for me, like I have like my happy playlist or whatever. <laughs> if I listen to something like that and it makes me feel more up and so not so sad or stressed, is that the same thing or is that That's similar else? now? Now think of that on a body level. Right. Okay. Uh when I listen to that, I don't it's not like I'm like, hmm, like I'm <laughs> it's not like doing it. <laughs> you know, there's no emotion yeah. but, <laughs> sometimes, but sometimes <laughs> like other things going on in my head. But but it's more like I actually physically feel the vibration in the body. Yes. Okay. Does that make that sense? So, so the way, like, imagine hearing a violin play live, or, or or a stringed instrument that's bowed play live. You feel the vibration in your body, whether you like it or not. Yeah. It is vibrating, and you are responding by receiving the vibration. So as long as it feels good to you. Yes. Whatever feels grounding and okay. calm. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I love it. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, uh, Chris Dollcatter Doll says, I'm sorry if I said it wrong. Um, uh, you are the highlight of my week. It's like having friends that understand what I'm going through. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, oh, okay. I've got one for you. Um, Blue-eyed said she is crying all the time. Do you have any, like, I, I'll say my tips really quick. Um, first of all, pattern interrupt is helpful. Um, and if you need to cry, cry, get it out. But if you're crying and crying and crying and you can't function, then what I do personally is I, um, I have this little affirmation I do, <laughs> but you could also do a number of other pattern runs. Mine is I now cancel that thought and replace it with this affirmation of my true divine desire and I feel better. Mm -hmm. Also, um, you can go take a cold shower, wash your face, do any sort of physical self-care, which I guess kind of goes along with what we've talked about a little bit. I don't know. Um, and any number of pattern interrupts, but get up and move to a different room, go outside, take a walk. Please, tips from that perspective. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, when you're in that kind of state where you can't stop crying or, or you're pin drop crying, you know, like anything makes you cry, it's not the time to do big heavy lifting. It's the time for nurturing, self-care, um, 
just doing what works. And if you can't yeah. find what works, try different things. But yes, a cold, a cold washcloth. I mean, it sounds yeah. silly, like just put a cold washcloth on it. You know, a glass of water, you know, yeah. something that is something that's, but really, you know, like find, um, maybe sip some tea, what nurture, 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 you deserve the nurturing, you need the care you're, you're, you know, and, yeah. um, and I like your 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 affirmation. I have a mantra too. I say all of life comes to me with ease and joy. Oh, I love and that. And that also means even the bad things. Mm -hmm. They flow through. They flow yeah. through. They don't need to stick. And remembering that also so so one tip, you're not crying 24/7 most likely. Yes. Have That's appreciation right. in your body for the times when it feels okay because yeah. it's it becomes the reason we pattern interrupt is to change the pattern if we don't yeah. recognize when we're not in the pattern it, it takes longer <laughs> so if you recognize you don't have to be like oh this is so great i'm so much better you can just be like oh appreciation moment not no tears okay yeah and i like that and then you string those together and mm -hmm. hopefully flip to the other of crying less i right? love that yes I'm gonna tell you something. Um, I know the feeling that you're having. And she, she also mentioned that she was struggling with eating bad and not sleeping. And you're, it feels like you're completely, you've completely lost control of your life, right? Lost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when you went back and you had just a little taste of freedom beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, and I know they can be very convincing um, to, to prove to you, right? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm changed, I'm better. And then you go back and it's the same old stuff initially, right? Like from the, sometimes the minute you start moving back in or they start moving back in, but there, there are things that just listen, don't give up on yourself. When it comes to the eating stuff, I'm going to just throw this out here for you. I've struggled with it myself for my whole damn life. <laughs> and there, there are psychological reasons related to the initial abuse. Um, but what it comes down to is I'm, I'm just going to say this. For right now, give yourself a break. And then next time you start to think about it, here are some really quick tips. Number one, if you are eating and eating and eating, do this. Eat whatever you want, but only eat one serving at a time and wait 20 minutes between servings, okay? And you don't, if you in 20 minutes are still hungry, go for it, but you're probably not gonna be hungry. Oh, and my suggestion is to drink a glass of water in between. Also water has, we tend to get dehydrated ourselves when we're not taking care of ourselves. And that can make oh my you God, you're crying will dehydrate the heck out of you. Yeah. Right? You gotta go. yeah. No, I said crying will dehydrate the heck out of you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Plus also, if you're not doing self-care, you're not drinking enough water, most likely anyway. And just try, try to up your water and just wait 20 minutes between servings. That's it. Try that first and nothing else. Literally, like just do whatever you want in the food. Just try it for like a week and let me know how it goes. Okay. <laughs> um, Let's see here. Yeah, I know how that hurts. We should do a whole, I should write a book about that. <laughs> but going, going back, because it's not. Going back is not. And and there's one more thing that Blue Eyes said here that I'm just going to mm -hmm. read real quick and then other people's questions, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And that is that I, I think he hates himself and projects onto me. Um, I'm just going to stop with that part. Yes. And mm -hmm. we as empathic people feel other people's emotions as our own yes takes a moment to disc to un unattach from someone else's emotional state. especially when you yeah 
But when you're with a narc, it's all, it feels impossible because you are both trauma bonded and they are pushing that energy of their projection onto you so hard. They have big energy. Yeah. They have big energy and they don't have it's they don't have giving energy. They have taking energy. So they're pushing yeah. their projection onto you and stealing back what they yes. need from you, which is he needs to see you squirm because that's what his inner world is like. Yes. And he wants to control it on the outside by making someone else be it. Right. Does that make sense? It's yeah. And and so that's why it's important to stay away from them. Yeah. I, I like to do this little technique where I, I call it bubbling up. <laughs> and it sounds silly, but it really can sort of help. Because the thing is, when they walk into a room, you can be completely bowled over by either. I mean, I, I say their energy is sharp and pokey. Okay. <laughs> it hurts uh, when they're in the right mood. Right. And so when you know that energy is walking into the room, you better bubble up. Right. And like, what I mean is, Imagine a small like ball of white light starting in, right around here in your, what is that called? The sternum or something? I don't know. And it's this big. And and you just imagine it just expanding. It's almost like breathing itself out right into this big egg-shaped thing that's around your body, above your head and below your feet in the ground, the whole thing. And this little bubble um, kind of, even if you're just visualizing it and imagining it, feeling it, right? It's warm, it's cozy, or it's cool if you're hot, whatever. <laughs> and it makes you feel comfortable. But because you can see and hear other people's emotions, but you can't um, directly feel them as much, you still will, you'll still feel them. But it's, a, it's an exercise that helps me and a lot of other people I've taught it to, to sort of almost like let it bounce off instead of taking it internally. It might help, just a thought. It can flow right through that without affecting yes. you because it's it's protective. It can flow, it can come in, you can feel it and be like, oh, out the other side. Yes. You yeah. know, it's yeah. 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 It's like a purifying filter. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what I feel like it. Like it's still like you said, you still feel it, but you feel yeah. their stuff, but it's it, you're able to not take it in because you've been purified by this protection. Yeah. You're creating yeah. for yourself. It what that what Angie's describing there in simple terms is choice. I choose yes. not to take your crap, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yes. and yeah, hand it right back. And the physical exercise, I mean, some people will tell you that there's like an actual physical bubble around you. I don't know if that's true. I don't think so, but, but I do find that it makes me feel um, more capable of handling certain things. Well, I, I don't know. Them. You can feel people's energy. You can, for sure. You can stand with someone with their back to you. Someone mm -hmm. has their back to you and you can feel. That's right. You don't know exactly what they're thinking. You're not psychic, but you can feel there's a mood or a, yeah. a, a presence or something about them. For sure. And yeah. so, yeah, there's, let's say it's physical or it's just mm -hmm. vibrational or whatever, whatever I can it physically is. Physically feel it. Yeah, we don't need to define <laughs> yeah. it. We just feel it. Right. And yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I think most humans have that ability. Mm -hmm. um, the difference is like with narcissists, they have empathy on a different, only cognitively. They don't feel it. And that's mm -hmm. why they're so horrible, I think. Um, but I know you have to get ready to go to your appointment. Yes, um, so do you want to give them any last words before you sign off? And I'll, I'll stick around for a minute. Um, no, I guess that's it. I was There was a couple that I was going to read and I can't remember. Um, they were short. That's why. <laughs> I was okay. like, we can answer those quickly. Uh, yeah. One was somebody said, somebody asked if there was a, oh, where'd it go? And I know Shar had one. She said, why do narcissists hate empaths? And on narcissistic sites, she read for narcissistic people, she reads that they don't even believe 
empathy is real or empaths are real that's because they don't feel it stay yeah. off say stay off anything if you think you're gaining information by listening to a narcissist talk all you're gaining is a one-sided projected a reality that's from whatever that person's delusion is right that's the thing <laughs> it's from yeah they're not going to tell you if they do tell you yeah you're right you feel more than i feel for mm -hmm. other people okay that just means they're aware of the fact that they don't have what we have mm -hmm. and that they're, they're more dangerous actually <laughs> exactly so they don't hate empaths they don't they don't like or hate it's not about like or hate. It's about what they want from you. That's it. Yeah. In yeah. fact, they tend to gravitate toward us because we, when they show us an extreme emotion, we, we, we rush to soothe it early yeah. in the relationship, and yeah. they, they like that. They yeah. like it. It gives them what they what they're lacking. Mm -hmm. They use you as an external way to get their, their supply. Their right. That's yeah. what supply yeah. is right there. It's not exactly. just the nice stuff. It's us giving of ourselves to them. That's right. That's right. Indeed. Okay, I better go. I will see you guys next week. All right. I'll be here for another few minutes, guys. All right. Okay. Thank Bye. you, Lisa. This was really good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to leave. Right. Hi. Hi. Okay. I wanted to touch on um, Peggy's comment. This is really good. And it's something that I've done my whole life. Uh, she says, there's definitely a connection between a psychological reaction and a somatic reaction. Um, she says, there's one reason physically writing a journal helps. It combines the two, somatic and psychological. I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, this is funny. I have mine right over here. Uh, <laughs> my husband, he doesn't understand my, this is my current one, by the way. I always like to decorate the front. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. Oh, well, anyway, it's really cute. Let me see, go next, my friend. Okay, <laughs> I have the background blur on, it's not showing stuff. But anyway, um, I find that physically writing by hand, and I don't know if you can see this, um, but, Physically writing by hand is, for me, it has always been a, a therapeutic thing. Um, and my husband, he doesn't get it. He's like, why would you write by hand? Well, because, <laughs> because it helps me. And, and, and I couldn't say why before, but I always knew there was something about, I used to say that my, <laughs> my feelings were flowing down my arm and out my hand, right? And I don't know if that's true either, but it sure feels like that sometimes. That's really a good point you made, Peggy. Thank you so much. Um, and then, Hey, Sadie Lane, welcome back, welcome back. Let's, um, Barbara Butler says, I really find it helpful to write slowly in cursive in my journal when I'm upset, it helps me calm down. Same, I, I, I don't write slowly though, I write very fast. <laughs> and you could probably tell that if you saw my scribbles, but I can read them and that's all that matters. And then sometimes I'll write something that I don't want anybody to know, but then I'll draw a picture over the top or something. And that's a weird thing to say, but something you just, you don't want your kids to read when you're on. <laughs> I think too much that I mentioned. Um, Alpha 6 says, uh, trauma affects the whole body, especially the gut and nervous system. And that is something that I've learned the hard and painful way. Uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm, I'm taking, taking, uh, making changes, you know, like as a, um, Barbara says, correctly identifying the problem is the first step. Some people jump to the solution too fast. That's true. And I think that's why something like somatic healing gives you time to sort of, you know, slowly listen to yourself, right? Because sometimes our brains, can't really admit what's wrong. <laughs> and so I think this is why somatic healing is so helpful. I like mindfulness for the same thing. And I've, I, I, have, I have training in that and I've done that successfully. And I think, you know, it crosses over with somatic healing quite a lot, especially when it comes to feeling your body a lot. So um, yeah. And then let's see, 
There you go. Okay, Barbara, uh, Peggy says to Barbara, yeah, that changes your writing slowly. Um, changes your focus to the writing, which is very intelligent, very smart. And see, I should probably think of things like that. But instead, I just want to get all my stuff out on paper. <laughs> and actually, I've come up with a ton. And in fact, there's a video on my channel. I think you have to be subscribed to see it on the front page, maybe. Uh, anyway, but it's it's called, this is what narcissistic abuse does to you or something like that. And I talk about this, um, how, you know, how it affects you from basically every angle and how I personally was able to get through some of that, including mindfulness. But um, anyway, what my point was, I, I tend to write whatever my feelings are. And like I said, I've been doing this since I'm six years old. And so like, I can go back to old journals and like get topic ideas for videos, which is ridiculous. But if I, if I felt it and thought it, then very often some, some of you felt the same thing. Oh, I love what Chris says here too. Try getting to know yourself. Um, take some personality tests. I love that. Look into your zodiac signs, see if it resonates. The point is to focus on you, figure out your needs and desires. And I 100% agree with this because a lot of times when you start looking at stuff like that, I have to have a whole website about it. Um, it's called shine.buzz in case you're interested. But if you start looking at who you are, because a lot of us, we were raised by toxic people and we just really don't know who we are, right? So if you're in that situation, I highly recommend, you know, looking into some of the personality tests and, and some of the different ways to identify, to self-identify, uh, because then you can kind of like, you know, read the descriptions and go, wait, you know, I really do like X, Y, and Z. Maybe I am blah, 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 whatever. And, and because I think uh, when we're growing up in situations like this, we tend to, well, a lot of us have, if we have been in toxic relationships with adults, we've also been in toxic relationships with our parents, one or more of our parents or someone else in our childhood. There's trauma, right? So when you're going through, when you're going through the trauma, you're going through the day-to-day the -day stuff, it's, it makes so much sense, you know, that you, you don't really know who you are because nobody ever let you think about who you might really be. All you know is who you're not supposed to be, right? And so when I went through all of that um, waking up stuff, you know, where I started to real, realize I didn't even know if I really believed what I thought I believed, <laughs> um, I had to sort of figure all that out. It, it was scary, but also exciting because I got to, too many a lot of realizes, but I actually got to decide, <laughs> right? So that's pretty crazy. So give that a shot if you can. Um, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. All right, let's see. Barbara's, oh, Barbara says the ENTP, says the ENTP. That's, oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. I love it. Okay. And Chris is an INFJ. So I, the last time I tested, I tested as ENFP. Um, and the, but, but to be fair, the, the E and the I were very, very, <laughs> very, very close. It was like, so the extrovert and the introvert, I was like, like 52% extrovert and like 48% introvert. So I think that's called an ambivert. I'm not sure. <laughs> Either way, um, I like it. I think it's very fascinating stuff. And anytime you, oh, Barbara says also coloring in adult coloring books is nice with the uh, felt tip pens. Love it. Anything that you can do to get in your body and stay focused on the things you can control. This is my best tip ever. And it has nothing to do with anything at all, <laughs> um, but it, it will help you in, in any moment. Um, if you are in a situation where you're stressing about something, you're worrying about something, you're feeling overwhelmed by something, stop and ask yourself some questions. Number one, is there anything I can change about this situation? And if the answer is no, you gotta let it go. If the answer is yes, the next question is, 
am I willing to do what I need to do to change the situation? If the answer is yes, then go do it. If the answer is no, then you have to let it go, right? Or take some alternative. The point is you can't stress, you can't allow yourself to be physically stressed out and emotionally stressed out by things that you have no ability to change, right? When I realized that, my whole life got 100% better. I'm not even kidding. I, I used to live in constant, like the state of, of fight or flight, you know, or, fright, or I was frozen. <laughs> and when I realized that little tiny thing, the whole world changed. I'm not even kidding. It sounds so simple, but it's, and it is, but it's, yeah, try and try that. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, CR says, oops, darn it, I lost it. Hey, Druid, I'm glad to see you back. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, so I lost this. CR said something I wanted to share with you. We're just going to move on unless I find it right now. Here we go. Okay, I've got one from, from, oh, Druid says, it helps all of us when we discover it's not just us. We're not alone in this. This community is critical to our recovery. Yeah, yeah this is why I do this. And I'm going to tell you something that I didn't even know when I first started doing this. Uh, you guys saved me too, <laughs> the community, um, because I, I knew something was messed up in my life. I spent a lot of time figuring it out, but it wasn't really until I started doing the YouTube thing, which I never thought I was ever going to do. I did not want to be this person <laughs> on YouTube. I had no idea. Um, but it, when I started doing that, I started getting a lot of feedback that I was helping people. And, and that made me know that I couldn't really be as bad as I was told I was my whole life. I mean, like logically I knew it, but I didn't really know it, you know? So thanks for that, everybody. Um, yeah, it does help a lot, it does. Um, Kevin says, please do some content on narcissistic in-laws. Okay, I can do that. We do have some on the website. I think I've made videos in the past, but I've been very blessed in that way because my ex-husband and my now husband had pretty awesome parents. Well, my, to be fair, my ex-husband's mother uh, passed before I met him. And so his stepmother was awesome, but she did not like him and he did not like her. <laughs> so I kept her in the divorce. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay. Oh, Alpha 6, wait a minute. Alpha 6 says ad adaptogens like chamomile and passion flower and mushroom complexes are great for calming the nervous system. I'm looking into a lot of that stuff. Obviously I am not unable to um, recommend anything um, as far as like I can't be a medical, I'm not a doctor. so. But I will say this, I'm going to be trying out some different things and sharing what I've tried and how it's worked for me at some point in the near future. I've been trying different things. I will tell you this, I have been trying, uh, what's it called? Um, what's it called? It's like, dang it, I lost it. I have a little bit of a brain moment here. <laughs> uh, but I have been trying something. Oh, probiotics. I mean, that's not that big of a deal. Everybody takes that, right? But I've noticed that if I eat yogurt instead of just popping the gummies, it seems better for me. Anybody else? Okay, like I said, the okay. Um, <laughs> chamomile tea has helped rose me with uh, crying attacks. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. Um, Miss T, hey, Miss T. Let's see. Oh, I didn't see what, what Anita said, but uh, Chris says that's probably where you're holding your stress, I would, I would guess. Oh, Barbara says to Anita, make sure you're not in a bad gonna Yeah, all of these things, not being in the wrong position, uh, where you're working or whatever, where you're reading. Um, are you tilting your head back when you look at the screen? Do you know what I do? I go like this. So I can see because I can't wear them up that high because my eyelashes hit. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I was like, yeah, I'm aware of my foot. Okay. Uh, Kevin says, how many of you guys have had, have or have had narcissistic in-laws? Like my parents were the narcissistic in-laws, <laughs> but they're no longer in the picture. 
but there, anytime you're dealing with, uh, with a controlling, um, overbearing, rude, disrespectful person in your regular, you know, with somebody in your family or your life, I mean, they're going to make you miserable, you know? And so if you don't, you can choose to not let them bother you, or you can choose to reduce contact. And what I would, what I would say, if your wife doesn't want to go no contact, I would say reduce contact, right? We'll talk about this more in a future video. I've just got a couple minutes and I'm going to have to run up, rush off. But guys, if you have thoughts or ideas that you would like to add to this discussion, you know, put them in the chat here or in a few minutes, you can put them or anyone who's watching later, you can put them in the description, in the questions below. Um, I would love to keep talking about this. I think this is a, a fascinating topic and, you know, it doesn't have to be next week. If you have a topic that you'd like to see next week, then by all means. Um, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yes, Chris, <laughs> I'll, I'll let Chris speak for herself, but I, I mean, here's some stories. Um, all right, so I'm getting ready to rush off because unfortunately I have to, um, well, not unfortunately, quite fortunately, I have a client to talk to in a few minutes. Um, so I just want to say to everyone, thank you so much for being here. Please come see us next week. I really enjoy this. And I'm thinking about doing more streams like I used to. I don't know if any of you know, but back in the day, I used to stream daily. Um, so if you're interested in that, let me know that too. Um, thank you to my moderate, my mod squad, Chris and and Peggy, which is you and I, I'm sorry. And um, do we have, do we have our third? Ellen C, I don't know if she's here right now. And everyone else who's here. Oh, and Bonnie, I don't think Bonnie's here today, but we love you, Bonnie. <laughs> All right, everybody. I will see you guys soon. Have a wonderful, what is today? I don't even know. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you. I, I'm glad that you're enjoying the shorts. There, there, more is coming. <laughs> hey, Piper. Hey, Piper, sister, hello. Okay, see you guys soon. Have a wonderful, I can't find my thing to close the booth. <laughs> All right, have a wonderful week, everybody.